What's up, guys? Welcome to the Ready, Set, Show podcast. I'm your host, DT. Thank you all for joining us this week. And if you're into music, gaming, and more, you're in the right spot. Ready, Ready, Set, Set, Showtime. What's up, guys? Podcast Greatness Productions brings you episode 77 of the Ready, Set, Show podcast. I'm your host, DT. Thank you for joining me this week, guys. As the panic of the coronavirus is among us, everybody's going crazy. There's some not taking it serious. There's some looking a little too far into it. I'll give my take on that, but guys, this uh, episode will be predominantly dominated by the coronavirus as a lot of the gaming news, the music news, just the regular news we do at the top of the show is dominated by this damn virus, dude. I mean, it's getting real out here. Aside from all the coronavirus talk, on a lighter note, the Ready, Set, Show podcast is officially two years old as of March 11th. Again, guys, this episode will probably be uploaded a few days past that date, but I just wanted to thank everybody that has played a role in this podcast. If you're a listener, they've been here from the start, new listener, been on the show, my ex-co-host Letty, my good friend Drama Bryant, everybody that's come on the show. I just want to thank everybody that has helped this podcast. Thank you guys so much for all your support. I'll go more in-depth here later in the show. But thank you all for joining me this week. I felt... It was important to do this episode. I mean, I know you guys have probably heard nothing but Corona this, Coronavirus that. I felt it was important to talk about, even though I was hoping to talk about some things and get your mind off of it. But guys, who are we kidding? I mean, coronavirus is everywhere. We're going to talk what things that have been canceled in gaming and music. We got the confirmed cases here in Tennessee and what that means for us here locally. And just all this crazy shit going on, man. Trump addressed the nation. He, he is... Uh, implemented a ban we'll talk more about that but guys we just got lots to talk about but before we start the show let's do some shout outs as always i gotta thank my beautiful family we went and had a nice meal guys another cool little restaurant down here where i live that you guys need to go check out uh, called tennessee jacks i'll discuss more on that later but it was a cool little restaurant we went and had a nice meal yesterday man we just been hanging together just trying to get everything on in line get things back on track get caught up on the bills and just living the dream i love my family i truly am blessed without them i wouldn't be shit i mean really they they keep me going and keep pushing me to work hard every day at at podcasting being a father husband you might as well say me and my fiance are married just being a good person in general i'm truly am blessed i want to thank everybody that has helped this podcast behind the scenes thank you guys so much to drama who has been here from the start helping me taking time out of her busy schedule to help and though she's been busy lately she still kept in touch and and told me yesterday that i said well what do you think about me doing the podcast and she said, I think it's awesome. And I, she was like, Letty quitting. I honestly thought you might stop. And it's awesome to see you kept going. And I, it's great. Boosted my confidence because I haven't really had anybody let me know yet. DT, you're doing this bad, that bad. But it was nice to hear that. Thank you, Drama. Thank you for all you've done. Thanks to my former co-host, Letty. Letty, I know we haven't talked much, hung out much, seen each other, but I wish you nothing but the best. You and Ruby and her cheerleading and your work and everything, you guys are awesome. Thank you for all you did for this podcast. I truly do appreciate it. You're a damn good person, a damn good friend, and I I really am proud to call you my friend. And just everybody that's came on the show, Mo, Ben, all those guys did for this show, man. Those guys believed in this podcast. And again, it's, you know, we haven't talked much, but those guys are busy. And I'm thankful for what they've done. If I don't talk to them for a long time from now or ever again, or we talk tomorrow, I I just want Mo and Ben and everybody to know I'm thankful. EJ, Kevin, thank you guys so much. Everybody in the Greenville Ghost Hunters, Ghost Hunt Weekends, those are all Though I've not met some of them, uh, it seemed like a great group of people. EJ and Kevin have supported this podcast. I'm thankful. 
and just everybody that's came on the show, Cheetah, again, Mo and Ben, and just everybody that's took time out to, to come on and just support and help, and, and Mo, Ben donating, Mo donating. And if you guys hear this, man, I am thankful for you all. You all are still damn good friends of mine. We all need to hang out for real and do another episode. Those are some of my favorite episodes to this day. And we can't forget the man, the myth, the legend, my buddy Kellen, the man that got this idea rolling, who had been telling me for years that I needed to be on radio, and which ultimately led to me one day being like, dude, I want to do a podcast, as I started falling in love listening to podcasts. And I always shout Kellen out because he is a big, big part of why I started this podcast. And I'll always show him love. I might say the same shit, but it's the truth. And he really has played a big role role in me starting this podcast so I always got to shout Kellen out he's a damn good dude it was my late cousin Matt his dad so I always got to shout him out man he had helped me out at a pretty low point in my life and I'm very thankful for all that he has done for me and for giving me the idea to do this podcast so thank you Kellen you're the fucking man I want to thank everybody that has listened to this podcast whether you're a new listener you've been here from the start you came in midway through i don't give a shit you've listened to a few of the episodes all the episodes half the episodes i truly am thankful for everybody that has took time out of their day week month to listen to this podcast share it comment ideas suggestions anything Guys, we got a lot coming up on this podcast. I'm figuring out more and more things. Got more and more great ideas ahead. Stick around. I'm thankful for all of you. You all mean the world to me. Thank you. And guys, the big announcement. The Ready, Set, Show podcast as of March 11th, which I believe as of this recording, is officially two years old, dude. I can't believe it. Two fucking years old, guys. Probably a little sooner as far as the date was because I had originally thought, and even when Letty was on the show, that March 20th was our anniversary of the show. We started, which as we know now, was March either, I'm thinking the 3rd or 11th. I'm now considering it the 11th just to kind of meet in the middle of the original or what we think might be the original date, but... I had seen on, you know, on you get your memories on your main, on my main Facebook page or any Facebook page, you get memories. You posted this a year ago, five years ago, and I'd seen where I'd posted episode two. Now, this podcast at one time was just a thought that popped in my head one day, literally out of nowhere. And you know, man, how things happen in life and you're like, I don't know, I just get this crazy feeling it's meant to be. And yeah, again, we don't have a huge listener base with thousands and or millions of people we're not the fucking joe rogan podcast but man we all got to start somewhere i mean sometimes it's years and years before somebody gets discovered and like me and my brother had talked a while back and he's like man sometimes some of these podcasts don't get recognized till they're 100 200 episodes in so look man and i knew that going in and i know there's a shitload of podcasts out there but you know i love doing this if one day it happens and, and we break out and make it big and or we're just a well-known podcast, cool. My goal is for one day this to be my job where I'm getting paid. I'm very thankful for everybody that has listened, helped, supported, donated to this podcast. I mean, all you guys play a big role in why I love doing this. So thank you again to everyone that has been a part of this podcast from the start until now. Thank you guys for all the support. It means the world to me. We are now two years old. Here's to many more years to come, and I'm just so thankful for you guys. You're all legends. All right, guys, moving on. Let's jump into the coronavirus that is wreaking havoc across America, China, Italy, France, and just all over the world. There's been confirmed cases. There's been deaths, unfortunately. We got to talk about it. I had originally tried to avoid this, but, I mean, it's just dominating every kind of news outlet. Now, there's two arguments to this side. Originally, I was part of the—I was freaking out. I ain't going to lie. I mean, it was— uh, you heard it was going on in China. Next thing you know, yeah, there was a few cases here, and now there's just the more people's tested— I mean, good God, Tom Hanks is infected, and his wife. 
Uh, you got one of the most uh, the defensive player of the year in the NBA, Rudy Gobert, who acted like a complete dumbass and saying he wasn't afraid of the virus, started touching all the reporters' mics and stuff, got infected, and then in turn got his teammate, Donovan Mitchell, another famous NBA player infected, along with three other of his Utah Jazz teammates, that being the team that he plays for, of course. And the team that were playing the Oklahoma City Thunder, they were quarantined as well, and there's been cases now of some Brooklyn Nets players, like a famous one, Kevin Durant, has been infected with uh, coronavirus. And now the NBA is canceled. I mean, guys, so this is crazy. But those people that are freaking out when they see stuff like that, I completely understand that. Trust me, I'm one of them to an extent. Then a guy last night at the dollar store and my friend Sophia, which I'll play when me and her talked uh, this, this side of the story, of people that think this is a gimmick around election time. So as I've been preparing recording phone conversations to do these phone interviews, for shits and giggles, my friend Sophia just so happened to call in while I was doing this, so I decided to get her side of it, so I'm going to play that recording right now. Here we go. A good friend of mine, Sophia, talking about the damn coronavirus. What do you think about it, guys? We're on with Sophia, my good friend of mine. What do you think about the coronavirus, Sophia, real quick? Honestly, I feel like it happens every election. There's some big-ass gimmick. I think we'll be all right. Yeah. Damn bullet paper for the non-hypochondriac like myself. I, I got the dollar store said the same thing last night, and it got me thinking. I swear, it happens every election. Please stop freaking out. Wash your hands and just have good hygiene. You should be all right. It's just a little worse than those common colds like having the flu. So take care of yourself and wash your hands. And damn it, leave some freaking toilet paper for me to buy. Right. All right. That, that's my good friend, <laughs> Sophia, guys. So there you go. You have people that are just like, hey, calm down. But I, I don't know, man. If you really start looking into this, I think it's a little more serious than it's worse than the common cold or a flu. Now, I do respect those people's decisions, such as my good friend Sophia, the guy that I'd spoke with last night when I went to the dollar store, and even those people that are pissed because they can't find any toilet paper. But you guys got to take into consideration, what, a few weeks ago, maybe a month, this thing was almost non-existent. You heard a few cases over in Wuhan, China, where the virus originated, and you maybe heard of a few that had came here to America, and then now, look, we're at thousands of people infected. And we can't forget those unfortunate group of people that have lost their lives to this virus. And even those that are infected, they're being quarantined. Now, I'm going to go to a video of a guy named Michael Osterholm. He was on Joe Rogan's podcast, and this guy studies infectious diseases. So he's going to tell you a little bit about himself at first, and then Joe Rogan will ask him, like, what, hey, is this something to freak out about? And just listen to this video, guys, and then tell me what you think. All right, here we go. Uh, so what you said when you sat down was absolutely perfect, that the timing could not have been better. Well, tell everybody what you do, Michael. Well, thank you. I'm, a, for lack of a better term, a medical detective. I've spent Michael my whole career Osterholm. tracking infectious diseases down, trying to stop them, trying to understand where they come from so we can make sure they don't happen in the first place. But most of all, trying to respond to situations just like this. Just like this. And... Um, just off the bat, how serious is this? Is this something that we need to be terrified of, or is this overblown, or how, how do you stand on this? Well, first of all, you have to understand the timing of it in the sense that it's just beginning. And so in terms of what hurt, pain, suffering, death has happened so far is really just beginning. Um, this is going to unfold for months to come yet, and that's, I think, what people don't quite yet understand. Um, what we saw in China, uh, I'm convinced, as are many of my colleagues, as soon as they release all of these uh, social distancing, these mandated stay-in-homes, haven't left their home in weeks and weeks kind of thing, when they go back to work, they're on planes, trains, subways, buses, crowded spaces, manufacturing plants, even China is going to come back again. And so this really is acting like an influenza virus, something that transmits very, very easily through the air. We now have data to show that you're infectious before you even get sick. And in some cases, quite highly infectious, just breathing is all that you need to do. 
So from this perspective, I can understand why people would say, well, wait a minute, flu kills a lot more itself every year than this does. And I remind people this just was beginning. Probably the best guesstimate we have right now on what limited data we have would say this is going to be at least 10 to 15 times worse than the worst seasonal flu year we see. Oh, you flu 10 to 15 people. times worse in terms of fatalities? Yeah, or? yeah, and, and just illness. In fact, I just I brought some numbers. We uh, conservatively estimate that this could in, uh, require 48 million hospitalizations, 96 million uh, cases actually occurring, over 480,000 deaths that can occur over the next three to seven months. So you guys hear that. That's again from Michael Holfstrom, Holferstrom, however you say it. I'm just going to call him Michael. And he also has a book out on Amazon right now. So we are now looking up his book. It is called Deadliest Enemy. You can get it on uh, if you've got uh, Audible or wherever you can listen to audio books. He also has a hardback edition, I'm sure a uh, paperback as well. This guy, he fights the deadly of the deadliest diseases. I mean, the Ebola, this this coronavirus, SARS-type viruses, diseases. So you all heard that from not only a credible podcast of Joe Rogan Experience, but a credible guy that is in this field of fighting these deadly viruses. Uh, he may be a part of the CDC, Center for Disease and Control, or World Health Organization, otherwise known as WHO. So for you all that think this is just simply a weaker version of the flu or whatever, and look, guys, again, I was one of the ones that was freaking out. Do your research. Uh, really, ultimately, what they say is it comes down to simple hygiene, so just keep yourself simple hygiene wash your hands i think they said 20 seconds or something alcohol wipes is one i've heard all y'all out here buying up crazy amounts of toilet paper i watched several videos and read several articles that said that doesn't even help i don't get why you all think toilet paper would help you but there you go but if you don't believe anything out there okay number one this guy wouldn't be on joe rogan's podcast if he if he wasn't credible or if Joe Rogan thought it was bullshit, if you actually go and listen to the interview a little later on, freaks Joe Rogan out. And he simply says, look, man, I'm not trying to freak you out. I'm trying to make everybody aware because some people aren't taking it serious. But we'll discuss more on that later. So let's go ahead and dive into some Tennessee coronavirus news here in Tennessee. Let's go to a WVLT8 video update on the confirmed coronavirus cases in Tennessee. Some bars across the country are closing, grocery stores changing hours, and some of those Sunday services are now moving online. Good evening. Thanks for joining us for WVLT News tonight this Sunday night. I'm Robert Grant. Coronavirus continues to spread, including in Tennessee. State officials announcing now 39 confirmed cases, 17 of which are in Davidson County near Nashville area. Four of those cases are in East Tennessee. That includes one in Knox, Campbell, Jefferson, and Sullivan County. Now, he's saying 39, but it's I think it's up to 74 now. now. I don't know if they hadn't got the final count. Like I said, it goes up all the time by the time they put up that video. But yeah, guys, it's at 74 right now. I haven't seen anything on how many deaths there are. Um, I looked at a few different articles, and I, I didn't see anything about deaths. So I think what people are failing to realize is the more that I read about this coronavirus, it's more and more people infected, more and more cases, more and more, like, it just keeps getting worse. They've now, CDC, WHO, has deemed this a pandemic. Trump has issued a state of emergency. So it just gets more and more insane. Trump came out and addressed the nation. And basically what he said is you can't travel to Europe for 30 days. And I'm assuming anywhere outside of the U.S. just so we can contain the virus easier. There are many many countries upset by this but you, you gotta understand man it's about containing at this point yeah guys so when i stop worrying so much i'll look into uh, other articles other outlets and see something else that'll make me panic again but I, i've just kind of learned to mellow out just do my research keep an eye on the virus and just things that i can do to prevent it and that's all we can really do man i mean you freaking out isn't going to prevent you anymore from getting the virus you know, man, I mean, I'm not really so much worried for me. 
but my family and I, as I'm sure everybody is, man. But I think those of you guys who aren't taking this serious uh, need to do your research. You need to understand that this isn't something that's just going to go away next week or tomorrow. Just like I said, guys, be careful, be safe, just, just use simple hygiene and protect yourself out there, man. I'm telling you, just please take my advice on this. That this this isn't a game. This isn't the cold. This isn't the fucking flu. Okay, this is serious business. I'm no expert, but I have been doing a lot of research. And the thing that keeps I keep coming back to what Michael I'm gonna call him Michael H. Because I don't want to butcher his last name. He said something that you got to keep in mind again. We barely heard about this here in the U.S. Now look, there's thousands of confirmed cases. I mean, New York's up to like 300. Dude, Tom Hanks got it. And his wife again. I mean, you got famous NBA players catching it. This is serious, guys. And you all over in Asia, stop eating these weird-ass animal foods. You know, the bats aren't made to be in soup. Okay, there's a reason why only you all are doing that. Why you all are eating cats and dogs and stuff. And I'm not trying to be disrespectful. Definitely not trying to be racist in any kind of way or anything like that. First SARS and then now this is because you all were eating animals. That's where this originated from. And you all are great people. I know you didn't mean for this to happen, but facts are facts. This is where it originated from. This time it was Wuhan, China. I'm not sure where SARS came from, but I know it did come from China. So guys, please be safe and just take care of yourself. Let's go ahead and uh, kick off some music cancellations. So here we go. We go to rollingstone.com, coronavirus cancellations, festivals, concerts, tours, films affected by the outbreak. Uh, editor's note on here, it says the below list is constantly updating. The last update, March the 13th, guys. As the coronavirus, also known as COVID-19, continues to spread and spark growing concerns globally, the music and film industries are taking prevention, postponing or canceling tours, concerts, major festivals, and film release to help contain potential infections while writing heartfelt statements to their fans and attendees. On March 11th, the World Health Organization, otherwise known as WHO, labeled the COVID-19 a pandemic. Quote, a pandemic is not a word to use lightly or carelessly, unquote. The World Health Organization Chief Director Tedros, G word that with all due respect I cannot pronounce, said in a news conference, quote, we cannot say this loudly enough or clearly enough or often enough. All countries can still change the course of this pandemic, unquote. Ultra Music Festival was the first major festival to pull the plug, while South by Southwest will not take place for the first time in 34 years. That's crazy. From Pearl Jam to Madonna, here's a full list of artists taking precautions. We're going to start with festivals, guys. Beyond Wonderland SoCal, the electronic dance music festival organized by Insomniac Events, has been rescheduled for June 19th and 20th. Big Ears Festival, that's here in Knoxville, Tennessee, so that's that's not far from us here in East Tennessee. Festival, which was scheduled to bring four days of music, film, and art to the city starting March 26th, has been canceled. Quote, this has been a tough decision, unquote. Founder Ashley Capps wrote in a statement, unquote. C2C, which is the largest country music festival in Europe. Uh, you got uh, CinemaCon. Uh, that's an annual Las Vegas motion picture theater festival. It's been canceled. Not Fest in Japan. That's Slipknot's uh, concert. They've uh, decided to cancel it. Korea Times Music Festival. The annual Los Angeles Festival, which was slated for April 25th, 2020, was postponed due to travel restrictions in Asia. Next, South by Southwest, 34 years. It's not been canceled, and unfortunately, they've had to cancel it. Tribeca Film Festival, Ultra Music Festival, Winter Music Conference. Now we go to concerts and tours. The Almond Betts bands decided to cancel Bikini Kill, Billy Ellish, Bob Weir and Wolf Brothers, Blake Shelton, BTS, Carnegie Hall, Cher, Chris Stapleton. Courtney Love and Melissa, some who cares? It's Courtney Love. She's an idiot. 
Dan Plache, Green Day had to cancel. Kenny Chesney, oh, East Tennessee's finest. Oh, Kenny, you son of a bitch. Kiss, Madonna, My Chemical Romance, The National, Pearl Jam, Pussy Riot, Santana, Stormzy, They Might Be Giants, The Who, Wilco, Yes, Zach Brown Band. All right, so we got some award shows next. The Juno Awards, Nickelodeon's Kids' Choice Awards. Cruises that are closing will be next. Cruise to the Edge. Next, we have film and TV closings. Fast and Furious 9, The Lovebirds, Mulan, No Time to Die, Peter Rabbit 2, The Runaway, A Quiet Place Part 2. Now, sports festivals, guys. This one's crazy, man. I mean, really. Major League Baseball delayed the 2020 season's opening day by at least two weeks, they're saying. The NBA, the rest of the season is canceled. I'm anxious to see what they're going to do about that with teams competing for the playoffs. That's crazy. The National Hockey League suspended their season due to the pandemic. Our goal is to resume play as soon as it is appropriate and prudent so that we will be able to complete the season and award the Stanley Cup, the league said in a statement, quote, unquote. That seems to be it via the Rolling Stone, guys. There, there's a bunch of stuff, though, man. We got some a lot of soccer teams overseas. You know, they decided to cancel a lot in Italy, Barcelona. There's a lot of stuff shut down. I mean, you know, my fiance works at McDonald's. They're even talking about maybe them shutting down for up to a month. FIBA competitions, which I believe that's soccer. NCAA tournaments in the United States cancel NCAA tournament. That's crazy. Euro Cup, Euro League, Euro Cup women. I mean, guys, the list goes on. You can head on over to ESPN.com, RollingStone.com, and see. And that's it as far as music, and I threw some sports in there too. So let's move on to gaming. Go to ESPN.com for this article. How coronavirus is affecting esports and gaming events. The worldwide coronavirus outbreak has caused cancellations of events across dozens of sports worldwide, as well as raised questions about whether this year's Tokyo Olympics will be affected. I have heard it could be. Gaming and esports have also felt the impact of COVID-19, otherwise known again coronavirus. Here's a list of events postponed, canceled, or otherwise affected by the coronavirus with the most recent announcements listed first. So guys, again, this is as of Friday, March 13th, 2020. The League of Legends Championship Series has been canceled. College League of Legends has been canceled. Pokemon, they've got four upcoming events canceled. Play Pokemon events have been canceled due to the coronavirus. Toronto, Charlotte, Santa Catarina, and Salt Lake City. EA Sports, EA suspends all live esports events. Counter-Strike, the ESL Pro League provides Season 11 updates, so they've decided to cancel. Overwatch League is canceled. League European Championship suspends Spring Split. That's League of Legends once again. Fighting Game Community Atlanta FGC Tournament Final Round called off. Wow, that's crazy. All right, Thursday, March 12th, Call of Duty League was called off. NBA 2K League, League of Legends again, Dota 2. And let's see, Fighting Game Community again. Panda Global stops accounting for upcoming events. The Brawl Holla cancels CEO Dreamland event. Wednesday, March 11th, Overwatch League was canceled. Counter-Strike Global Offensive, ESL to be online only. Finals moved from Denver. E3 has been canceled, and that's crazy. That's a huge, huge gaming event. That sucks. Overwatch League, Paris cancels homestand. Thursday, March 10th, League of Legends again. Riot Games announces League of Legends mid-season invitational. It's now been moved to July. Monday, March the 9th, League of Legends again. Wow, League of Legends getting canceled here again. March the 6th, we got Overwatch League, Apex Legends, Mortal Kombat, Pokemon again, Hearthstone, 
Counter-Strike again, League of Legends again, Call of Duty has been called off again. Twitch cancels TwitchCon Amsterdam. City of Austin cancels SXSW conference to protect public health. Wow, that's crazy. So that's some events via ESPN.com article. I mean, guys, you see all these cancellations, and it's just getting worse. I'm telling you, this virus is... I honestly didn't think it would get this out of hand, man. I mean, I knew it was bad, but I didn't think it would get this bad. And to hear that it's only going to get worse. And this is not just Mr. Uh, Michael that we heard on Joe Rogan's podcast. This has been said by other professionals in his same field, uh, those in the CDC, the WHO. I mean, the list goes on of people that are working to find a cure and help those infected and to help the spread of this virus. And uh, I just want to give all those people a shout out and wish them the best and hope they're safe and they can find a cure for this and get this contained. Let's divert from the coronavirus. I think you guys get the idea so guys, you know I've been waiting on Spawn in MK11. Well, they finally dropped his reveal trailer, and if I could rate it past a 10, it blew my mind. I mean, Spawn looks amazing. I urge you guys, go on YouTube, go to Twitch, to NetherRealm Studios, watch the combat cast. They showed all his moves, fatalities, his fatal blow. I mean, he looks every bit like I thought he would. I got to tell you, he looks a hell of a lot better than I thought he would. He kind of plays almost like Kotal Kahn mixed with, you know, the typical spawn. He's got you know, the machine guns. He has a sword. The cape plays a big role in his, in his mechanics. Again, I don't want to really dive too much into him because he will be released in exactly three days, which I'm, I'm a, yeah, Tuesday, March the 17th. For those that purchased the Combat Pack 1, now you can wait till the 24th if you choose to and get him for $4.99 by yourself. But if you get the Combat Pack 1, they always throw in a few skin packs like Jackie Briggs is going to be like a female spawn skin is what she'll have. And then Kotal Khan, Aaron Black, and Jackie has another skin in the matinee pack. So look out for those as well, those who have purchased the Combat Pack 1. I don't know where the hell I got the 28th last episode, but he will be released. And guys, I'm telling you again, go on YouTube, watch his reveal trailer. He, he's funny as hell. They have, uh, it's the original guy, Keith David. He is, uh, oh man, I couldn't imagine Spawn without Keith David doing it. But Todd McFarlane, the man, the myth, the legend who created Spawn. If I was him, man, I would be proud. But I liked the skins that I saw. I loved his move set, but again, guys, we will do a episode 78. I'll do a more uh, thorough review and try to update you guys. Moving on, Call of Duty Modern Warfare finally releases a Battle Royale game mode uh, called Warzone. And I got to tell you guys, it does look good. I haven't played it yet. I thought about it, but where I play Fortnite so much and stuff like that, I'm going to play it. It just didn't excite me. I mean, it did look cool, but let's go ahead and head on over to CallofDuty.com. Free to play Call of Duty Warzone. It was available as of March 10th. It's one massive map. Explore for Dansk, which combines new and fan-favorite Call of Duty locations. Two epic game modes. you got Battle Royale, which is a drop into a 150-player firefight to be the last squad standing. And then you got Plunder, race to deposit the most cash in this all-new game mode. A new way to Battle Royale. Earn cash, loot cash, spend cash. Find supply boxes to purchase in-match equipment, field upgrades, kill streaks, and more. Gain the advantage with contracts. Completing contracts gives you instant in-match rewards, including loot, cash, XP, and more. Get back into the fight. Earn your respawn by winning a 1v1 match in the Gulag. There's a battle pass for this. And I told you, man, this is how people catch up to Fortnite. It's almost like you've got to copy them and then add your own spin on it. So I do commend Call of Duty, uh, Treyarch, who whichever one, whoever the hell made it for doing this because you know 
I love Fortnite, but they do kind of copy a lot of people's styles. That's the one thing I, I do. I'm kind of like, why? Why do that? You've already got something unique. But it says the Battle Pass, purchase the Battle Pass and get access to all 100 unlockable tiers of content, including instant operator unlock up to 1300 CP, weapon blueprints, operator skins, and a lot more. So let's go die. I want to see what all is up in this battle pass, actually. Oh, it's got some cool weapons. The GRAU 5.56, lightweight, maneuverable, and full of potential. Striker 45, hard-hitting, and long-range SMG. Damn, that looks sick. They got a new operator called Ghost. Wreak Havoc as Ghost, the iconic and intimidating special forces operator available instantly by purchasing the battle pass. Dude, he looks sick. He got a skull-type mask. Again, you get 1,300 Call of Duty points, weapon blueprints, you get operator skins, customize your character with legendary and epic gear, over 80 additional items, acquire XP tokens, watches, and more just for playing. Choose your battle pass in-game. You can get one for 1,000 CP, which grants access to unlock new operator ghost, 100 tiers of content, 1300 call of duty points back then you can get the battle pass bundle includes the battle pass plus 20 tier skips for 2400 cp is normally 4000 but you can apparently save 40 percent. so guys warzone go check it out i mean what i saw of it it does look good it's just i don't know man for me i used to love and be obsessed with call of duty to me there was nothing better and then they made Infinite Warfare, Modern Warfare, and World War II. And I gotta tell you, man, they were just very disappointing. Started exploring other games, fell in love with Fortnite, as you all always hear me talk about on here. I just don't have the same drive, the same fire that I used to have when I was going to play Call of Duty and, and waiting on the next Call of Duty title. To be fair, I'm gonna check it out, so along with the spawn review i will give you guys a review of warzone i would say episode 78 it might go over into 79 but i'll let you guys know now moving on to everybody's favorite time of the show it has been one of them motherfucking days i tell you y'all it has been one of them motherfucking days bitch. it's time to rank Alright guys, this rant is a new rant that just recently sprung up. As you guys know, I'm a big gamer. Y'all can say, oh man, you're 38 years old, man. What's wrong with you? Number one, go fuck yourself. Number two, there's no age to gaming, guys. It's 2020. Everybody games. Guys, I love gaming. But guys, I gotta tell you, these games nowadays and these DLC packs and these fucking V-Bucks and V's and just shit in-game purchases, you know, guys, this stuff isn't cheap. And I understand things happen at times on games that you can't help lag or, or whatever frames or whatever it may be. There's an issue that's just recently happened that we will be ranting about today that Microsoft and or Xbox Live, WB Games and NetherRealm, Mortal Kombat 11, they need to come together and fix this. And we're just gonna talk about this and just these overall problems in gaming that I feel like happen way more than they should. That's gonna be today's rant, guys. Let's get it started, and let's have a race. race, race, race. Alright guys, so basically, I'm, I, Spawn comes out as of this recording because I've stretched it out over a few days. March 17th, Tuesday, he comes out today. I, I woke up this morning, uh, to my surprise, I didn't talk about this earlier in the episode, There's a, there was a Fortnite update today. The they finally brought helicopters in the game, which uh, I'll go more in depth on episode 78 in the gaming segment. I'm like, oh, hell yeah. I've been waiting for Spawn to come into Mortal Kombat 11 forever. Spawn has been my favorite comic book character forever, since I was a fucking kid. And then when I saw the movie, I mean, it just boosted it. I think Todd McFarlane's a genius. I think he, out of DC, Marvel, all these motherfuckers, Todd McFarlane, the man, the myth, the motherfucking legend, created the best comic book character ever. Todd, you're a genius, you're a legend. Shout out to Todd McFarlane. Mortal Kombat, been one of my favorite fighting games since I was a kid. I remember going to Food City and playing the arcade of Mortal Kombat 1. 
You know that up up for that scorpion fatality, dog. I mean, OG gamers remember that, huh? I mean, you young, hey, dude, you're too old to game. Take that and shove it up your ass. I bet you can't remember shit like that. Nah? Nah, anyway. But I, I love Mortal Kombat. When I heard Mortal Kombat and then the DLC pack was revealed and Spawn was coming out, dude, I lost my shit. I'm 38 years old acting like I'm fucking 12. The point is, is I've been looking forward to this day. Now, Xbox Live, I don't know what's been going on. They've been having an issue. Uh, I've noticed it with certain games, whether it be logging in, uh, gameplay, whatever it may be. I know some that said it was Injustice 2, Mortal Kombat 11, and finally Shadow of War was just a few games that I had read on the Twitter page of WB Games Support, which they back NetherRealm and Mortal Kombat 11, The Injustice 1 and 2 games, and just various other games. But these games were just a few that were having issues over these last few days, and I had even seen some people that hadn't played five days. I think I seen one or two guys saying they hadn't played in a week. But anyway, I decided to go play Mortal Kombat 11, go see if anything's happening with Spawn yet. And, guys, I play Towers of Time when I play Mortal Kombat 11. I love Towers of Time. I like getting the gear and upgrade tokens. And I'll go in the crypt, open some boxes, and use some of my soul fragments, and so on and so forth. But I had noticed that Towers of Time and even online, which I occasionally play online, but that's where all the really good people are, but I'll go on there every now and then. They were all red, like you couldn't access them, and it was saying that I couldn't connect to the Mortal Kombat 11 servers. It wasn't bringing up my Mortal Kombat store, nothing. So I was even going to try to just go do a regular match because me and my daughter tend to play each other whenever she decides to play Mortal Kombat 11. We just do regular matches. And it even brought up some error message. When I bought Mortal Kombat, I bought it literally the day it came out. I actually pre-ordered it. I mean, that game is like taxing all like almost $65. Now, yeah, maybe to some of you that isn't a lot of money, for a fucking video game, yes it is. Okay, well then you think that DLC pack. Now, I got it on sale when I think probably half the characters had already came out. So I only paid like 15 bucks. I got it around, I think, Thanksgiving, Christmas time. But if you were to buy it brand new, I mean, it's almost 40 bucks. Okay, now I did buy, before this DLC pack, two or three characters. So you might as well say I paid damn near the full price for it. So that's not cheap. That's almost $100. Now, let's say you bought the limited edition or the gold edition, which that's what most games do now. They have a standard edition like I got. They got a limited edition, and then they got a gold edition. Now, depending on which edition you get, you get certain perks with the game that you don't get on the previous games. So though you pay a lot, you get added stuff to the game that other people can't get unless they purchase said edition so the standard edition it was $59.99 the limited edition would be next and it usually runs you about $79.99 and then finally you'll have the gold edition which it runs about $99.99 so imagine if you're one that did that you know you're looking at 100 140 or 140 that's a lot of money you've already invested in a game so this issue happened once before, and it started with the fifth DLC character, the one released right before Spawn here, Joker. And this same thing happened. Like, it was like you couldn't connect, they were having issues. We ended up not getting to play Joker until the next day. Okay, whatever's whatever. I get it every now and then, you know, out of six characters, it happened on the, the first time for the fifth character. Okay, cool. But then this happened. Now, this has happened, I've noticed, since last night, and I've know, I've known some people I read on Twitter, again, I went to the NetherRealm's Twitter page, Mortal Kombat 11's Twitter page, WB Games Support Twitter page. I mean, I've seen people that said they hadn't been uh, played for up to five days. One dude said a week, one dude said, oh, well, I haven't played in a couple days. And I'm sorry, dude, that's unacceptable. So this the point I'm trying to make is this shit isn't cheap. And these problems happen once, rarely, that's fine. Occasionally, okay, cool. 
But dude, two back-to-back DLC characters when number one, they fucking bring them out two months apart. So you're already, you get one, you gotta wait almost two months to play the other one. And I don't think you want to have these issues when the most highly anticipated one out of the whole fucking DLC pack, Spawn, comes out. Again, I get it, but man, I mean, this has been going on with Xbox Live for almost a week. And you know something that pisses me off is I'm starting to notice this more with Xbox. In Fortnite, I've seen issues. NBA 2K. It always seems like us Xbox players, dude, get screwed like this every now and then like in Fortnite, where microsoft i guess partnered up with PUBG, and again this fucking happened before Fortnite even came out there's certain playstation 4 skins you can get exclusive skins that playstation 4 players get that xbox players don't you know just shit like that but that kind of shit i don't really care about i mean i do think it's kind of bullshit if you're gonna give it to one console give it to the other but whatever that's their decision i don't know the business end of it so whatever is whatever but i'm talking about this gameplay shit i mean two back-to-back dlc characters and you had almost two months to to know your fuck up from the first time guys come on man last time we had to wait a full day to play the character what if this time it's longer to a lot of y'all that may not seem like a big deal but to those of us that spent money, it is a big fucking deal. To those of us that have been a fan of Spawn, like myself, since I was a kid, yeah, man, I've been, me and my daughter both were waiting. I mean, dude, this is probably the most hyped DLC character, guest character in a game in forever. Name one other time you've seen fucking Spawn in a video game, unless it was maybe one of his own. I can't even remember seeing him, unless I think they might have brought out a Spawn game. I need to look into that, but come on man i mean i just don't get how this keeps happening i don't know if it's something on microsoft's end i don't know if it's something with netherrealm and or wb games because you know wb games obviously backs netherrealm but this needs to stop people pay good money for this shit and all we ask is hey man we paid what we had to pay just fix the shit i'm gonna tell you this last time there was no compensation and look here dude i'm one of these people when you fuck up like this, whether it be cell phone service, whatever it may, I'm I'm the motherfucker that you don't like to call customer service. Because look, if something's happened and I'm down for days, or this is screwing up something, whatever it may be, I'm the dude calling in. Okay, cool, you're going to fix it this day. Okay, what am I getting compensated? If I got to sit here and not be able to play or not get what I paid for, you're going to have to throw me something. I'll wait patiently, but you're going to compensate me. And there's a lot of other people. Go on, again, WB Games' Twitter support page. You'll see what I'm talking about. A lot of people feel like that, too. So I feel like y'all going to keep fucking up like this. Throw something out there. I don't care if it's uh, time crystals. I mean, I'm talking in terms of Mortal Kombat currency. Soul fragments, coins, or hearts, whatever. Maybe a little of each. I mean, if this thing drags out past 24 hours, you better bring some kind of compensation. The point I'm trying to make, man, this shit ain't cheap. These are issues that I feel like after they happen once, this shit shouldn't be happening. I mean, I understand, again, occasionally something happens, but dude, it's the same old bullshit. And they don't even give you a fucking explanation on why or how a time frame of when it'll be fixed. They just say we're working on it. Well, no shit. Thousands and or millions of Xbox players don't get to play. That's the best fucking... I mean, come on, man. Again, this ain't a big deal to some people. I mean, I'm not like heated about it, but I just felt that it was something I had to rant about because those of you guys who are on Xbox might feel the same way. And I just feel like... For some reason, Xbox, we catch the shitty end of the stick, man. I don't know what it is. And if you don't believe me, just really think back to some games you've played, even the games you're currently playing, and just think of issues you've had, and then talk to your PlayStation or and or PC buddies and see if they've had the same issues. Guarantee you, I'd say if you bring up 10 issues, they might have half of the ones you did maybe and again now people could go xbox is trash or well i don't know i mean maybe it is on xbox in but then again maybe it didn't microsoft's a billion dollar corporation i get they fuck up like anybody else 
but I don't see them doing it this many times. That's all I'm saying. That's today's rant, guys. Give me your take for my gamer listeners out there. I want to hear your take. If you've had these issues, let me know. If you were pumped for spawn and are dealing with these type of problems yourself, let me know. And just let me know what you think about spawn coming out. There will be a, a more in-depth review of Spawn on again on episode 78. Hopefully, I can have that Call of Duty Warzone gameplay review for you as well. But all right, guys, that's going to do it for episode 77 of the Ready, Set, Show podcast. I'd like to thank you all again for joining me this week. Stay safe out there, guys. I really, you simple hygiene. I can't stress it enough. I just want everybody to be okay. We're going to get through this. I'd like to thank everybody for all the support of this show. I don't care if you listen, if you if you donate, whatever it may be. Again, I want to thank everybody for two motherfucking years, baby. Let's go. Yeah, this episode probably stretched out, you know, a few days past the anniversary date. Again, it's March 11th. But I want to thank you guys so much for all the support over these last few years. And I don't care how many listeners we got. I'm thankful for all of you. And I do appreciate you. And, and trust me, this podcast, we have a lot of stuff coming up. I, I'm getting on the grind. A lot of things in the works. And you won't be disappointed. I assure you of that. But guys, anything we talked about on today's show, I want to hear about it on Facebook, Twitter, anywhere you want to hit us up uh, comment on anchor i believe you can comment on there apple podcast wherever it may be i want to hear your take on anything we talked about on today's show i want to know your opinion on this coronavirus i don't care who what side of it what type you are freaking out whatever i want to know about it guys let me know guys as always go to our facebook page scroll down just a little find the pin post i put up it's got email it's got where you can hear this podcast it's got all our social media pages anything go follow us if you enjoy the podcast and only if you enjoy us like give us a follow comment and please share us with your family and friends I would greatly appreciate it so much, man. I'm trying to get this podcast out there more, guys, because we got a lot of big things again in the works. That's going to do it for episode 77 of the Ready, Set, Show podcast. I'm your host, DT. Ready, Set, Showtime, and I'm out. Peace.